0: Yeah.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Couch GM Podcast. My name is Ryan Parker and I'm joined, as always, by Matt Chamberlain. How are you doing, Matt?
0: I'm pretty amped after watching the end of The Last Dance. So, very awake, even though it's late at night, feeling very ready.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling good. It's, uh, we watched episodes 9 and 10. I had an energy drink because halfway through the day I realized I would not stay up this late <laughs> if I didn't have any sort of caffeine. So, uh, shout out to energy drinks and keeping me awake. Yeah. Right yep, now. Yeah, for sure. Um, also shout out to my wife, cause she I found out today she was listening to the podcast.
0: Hey this there is you like go. breaking news. That's man. real love.
1: Yeah. She like spouted off my intro and I was like, What? How do you know that? You never <laughs> listen to a podcast.
0: You shouldn't hear her walking around like one day and she's like just doing the little theme song. Just yeah, like humming it.
1: It's impressive. Anyways, I know she probably won't listen after this, <laughs> this first little bit, so I had to give her a shout out early on. Anyways. Uh, if you haven't followed us already Follow us on our social media We'd greatly appreciate it. And give us a review on your favorite podcast platform If that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher uh, We'd greatly appreciate that in your time Last episode in episode 70 Matt, 70
0: Yeah, no, that was weird It's
1: a lot of episodes uh, We've been doing this for a long time We did the 2020 NFL Draft Reactions And boy, oh boy, there was a lot there
0: I mean, one thing about the NFL is there's a lot of dudes. There's so a, there's
1: seven rounds. We didn't talk about all seven rounds, but there's nuggets in there, such as our yeah. Jordan Love discussion. Mm hmm and we debated whether or not bill belichick or his dog made more (laughs) (laughs) the.
0: and they picked the kid from Lenora ryan
1: that was the thing when i was re-editing i was like oh man we really debated that for like five minutes (laughs) we really went in on bill belichick there
0: (laughs) maybe deserved hey if we go like two and 14 this year though it's well deserved
1: it's worth it for trevor lawrence right uh probably Anyways, this is not an NFL podcast, nope. Matt. This this is the last at dance podcast. We just yeah, watched episode 9 and 10, and we're going to react to it here in a bit. But what happened uh, in news this week?
0: So, yeah, one, if you haven't watched the episodes, please go go watch them first before listening. Um, but otherwise, again, slow news week. But some team practice facilities across the Bay have begun um, to open up for voluntary workouts. Nothing, like, overly organized yet, but you have teams even now in california like with the lakers um that are allowed to start opening up for voluntary workouts while still maintaining like the six feet and and all that so it's weird but it's something which maybe gives you hope for a return but at the same time make be makes you think like how are we supposed to play games um but there's a step um in some sort of direction don't know if it's forwards or backwards but we're taking steps (laughs) maybe it's just to the left um and the one other little bit Uh, Again, it feels like every week we got one new guy joining the G League Select program, but this week it's Kai Soto. He's uh, Filipino-born, but he uh, has been living in Georgia recently um, just so he could get some stateside experience. And, yeah, he had some college offers um, because I think he's, like, top 60 type recruit, but not as high as some of the other guys for sure. But um, attractive about him is the international appeal is, like, all right, he didn't just decide to go back to, you know, Asia and yep. play there for a year or Australia or whatever. He's like, I'll come do it in the G League, um, which the G League has said, like, they openly want to get international players as well as high school um, players here from America. So that's, it's, even though he's not the biggest name, it's important in that way. Um, so now he joins guys like Sean Nix, um, Isaiah Todd, Jalen Green. So now it's like, okay, now we got a, like a, a handful of guys who have signed up for this. And, and who knows if more guys, you know, change their mind from their national letter of intent um, as this stuff starts developing more with, with colleges and what might or might not be happening. In the, in the fall, like with the Pac-12 already saying, like, we don't know if we're going to play football. Um, again, may extend to basketball also. So it might be interesting. Some of these guys are like, well, at least I'll go work out with NBA um, type of professionals and get some feedback from them rather than just do online classes at Stanford or wherever.
1: I mean, like if for me, if I'm playing in an empty gym and like, like half the appeal to play in college is like for the fan, like for yeah, the atmosphere. that experience. And like, if you're not getting that, like what's the difference in playing an empty college gym or empty NBA yeah. gym,
0: but, but you're working out with professionals. Yeah. Professionals who are like associated with the NBA and you don't have to go to class.
1: It's all or, a win, or win, take win. classes, yeah. yeah,
0: and you're getting paid. Um, so well, that's...
1: for some that would have happened regardless. Well, yeah,
0: yes, <laughs> um, but in theory, you're getting paid legally, um, which also means taxes. But that's another discussion. Um, so I'm sure you can get out of that somehow. Um, a lot of people do. So we're here to talk about the last dance, though. Yeah, we are. Um, so part of it's talking about the episodes that just aired tonight. Part of it's talking about the documentary series as a whole. Um, takeaways from it, how we feel. We're going to answer some some big questions also. So, Ryan, right off the top of the bat, episodes 9 and 10. Opinions, thoughts, reactions, whatever.
1: My biggest takeaway from this, especially 9 and 10, because the emphasis is the NBA Finals, essentially. Like, uh, Like, much less so on past seasons. I think episode 9 touched on a little bit of... One of the prior seasons, the 97 mm-hmm. season, with a, a nine, uh, episode 10 culminating in the 98 finals and 98 playoff run, um, is that winning is just hard.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Like, <laughs> y- the greatest player of all time, who I, I consider Michael Jordan to be the greatest player of all time, that might be controversial. We'll talk about that on another podcast. Yeah. We're not going to tackle that in this podcast. Bring news.
0: On top of all the other stuff, there's yeah. talk about with the documentary. Yeah, there'll be... A- a four-hour podcast.
1: So, I, like, he has to take this two-year hiatus, year-and-a-half, 18-month hiatus. Yes. Yeah. But, like, it's just, like, so eye-opening to see how draining those runs were. For yeah. Him. For everyone. It wasn't just Michael, like, right? It was Scotty. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, Horace Grant, yeah. Rodman, whoever supporting cast. And, like, even, like, Phil Jackson, Jerry Krause, mm-hmm. and, like, the front office, like... It's just exhausting to be at the top of whatever your profession is.
0: And having to fend off everybody else for so long.
1: For, like, that amount of time. Yeah. Like, sustained success is just one of the hardest things to obtain. But doing it at the highest level is, like, just incredibly hard. Like, you have to be so, like, laser-focused and so just, like... I don't know. Like, that Jordan kobe bryant mentality yeah. of like screw everyone else like yeah we gotta, I, we're winning this like i don't care what
0: you you make greatness happen yeah exactly and, and like some guys like you can do that for a play michael jordan did it for six championship runs right every single night
1: like there's a moment in every like playoff run essentially yeah. right yeah like going back to the shrug to yeah. like the second championship all the way to the end with the shot
0: yeah over russell and and then, that like, the deal. flu
1: game and all that stuff. It's just, the like... The food
0: poisoning game. The food poisoning <laughs> game.
1: I'm going to still call it the flu game. Screw that. A pizza... Like, a whole pizza, apparently, can almost be <laughs> Who knew? Uh, they kind of insinuated that was, like, a plant job, too, by that oh, pizza place. Oh, they
0: 100% <laughs> made that, like, the perception on that.
1: It was, like, these guys, like, definitely knew it was Jordan... And, like, they put some, like, week-old pepperonis <laughs> on that thing. They're like,
0: there is mold in this dough, and this cheese is expired. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's that's not tomato sauce. <laughs> like, yeah, but, like, Jordan still ate it because it's the middle of the night. Yeah. Um He's
1: apparently hungry from beating everyone at cards. Yeah. Like, I, it's just, like, I don't know, just going back to the whole winning thing. Like, it's just so mentally draining. Yeah. It gives you, I think it gives me a better appreciation for guys like LeBron James who have gone to eight straight finals, right?
0: Even if you don't win half of them. Right. Yeah, you got there with, like, the Drunas Elgalskis. You got there <laughs> with, like, Mario Chalmers. <laughs> yeah. You, you got there with Matthew Delvadova. And it's like, part of it is, and the, we're not going to go down this path, really, but it's like, man, Jordan was not playing out there with a Delvadova. Jordan was playing out there with, like, Ron Harper as, like, the right. worst guy out there. Right. Who got... And aside, no airtime. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was my choice. He got
1: hosed in this.
0: Yeah. Like it's like, oh, you saw like the name on the back of his jersey flash by like three times. Yeah. That's all he got. And um, I don't think
1: he was talked about that much either. No.
0: Um I, I'm curious if that was his choice or their choice. But anyway, um yeah, he, he didn't have one of those teams where it's like three of these guys don't even belong on the court. Yeah. And there's right. but they're starting beside LeBron. Yeah. Um So. I mean, not to go down this path, but the point being like, you can have really good players. You can have great players and you're still having to gut out a six or seven game series um, to to get these winnings. And like, that's just, that is incredible to really think. Of. And it was all him. And yeah. that, I mean, don't get me wrong; he had help, of course. Kerr hit shots, Paxton hit shots, blah, blah, blah. But I, it truly, it was Michael. 100% of the time, it was Michael. And anything that happened was off of Michael.
1: Well, he also very much understood that like it it was him like if he missed the shot like if steve kerr missed shot it's not going to be blamed on steve kerr it's going to be blamed on michael right because he passed
0: in the ball right why do you pass why not just you know take the shot yourself you see stockton coming from one way do your patented spin the other way yeah the other way and shoot it over him you know but yes um so the doc as a whole is that is that a similar reaction of the winning or is there anything else that really comes to your mind
1: man like i think that winning mentality is something that is just like stood out to me and like i know it's kind of like jordan's spin on it i get it yeah but like to, you have to have like a certain mentality to win at any level yeah like regardless regardless of what it is if it's sports if it's in your career you just have to have that like quote-unquote kill killer mm-hmm. instinct And Jordan's, like, an extreme of that, right?
0: Yes, because he was like that from day one. He didn't, like, need an experience to make him, like, the villain or, like, change his mindset. He was just, like, that's just how he was.
1: Yeah, he was, like, from the get-go, he's like, I'm not screwing around with these guys. Like I'm. He comes
0: in rookie year, and he's like, we're going to be the Celtics. We're going to be the 76ers. We're going to be the Lakers. Like, we're going there. We're going to make this franchise into that kind of a franchise, and you're not going to stop me.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of it kind of goes into, like, The winning mentality and, like, the leadership that comes with that is, like, some of the things that were laced in there. Like, one of the first episodes, like, he was talking about, I think it was, like, captured in a huddle, like, pregame. It was, like, they couldn't get their first road win in 98. And he was, like, I'm not saying this again. (laughs) Like, we're winning tonight. Yeah. And, like, you could just tell, like, everyone was, like, oh, crap. I gotta, like, I gotta step up.
0: Yeah. I gotta play, like, the best game of my life, and this is like the 10th regular season game of the year (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) like that's how much he cared
1: like i gotta perform like it's nba finals like right now and like i feel like that's his mindset always and i know that's pretty draining but that's how you prepare for when it is the nba Finals because that's how you win
0: 72 games that's how you yeah win six championships that's just
1: your mindset all the time it's like this game matters and like we're gonna win
0: yeah for sure um
1: what's your biggest takeaway takeaways.
0: aside from what you've already talked about um which are excellent points and and totally true um the the assholeness uh, of it is is really remarkable and pardon the french but um yeah just like when and like he's a good dude like he's like he is friends with people um for sure but at the same time he's like at the end of the day though like if if you're not gonna work as hard as I expect you to work, then you can just leave. Yeah. Like, that's like, right? That was
1: almost verbatim for what he said. Right? Yeah.
0: Like, I expect you to work as hard as I work. Yeah. And they they talked about how, like, he wouldn't ask them to do anything. He wouldn't do himself. Yeah. He's just like, he, he just commanded that respect. And it's going to come off as really harsh sometimes. And deservedly so um, towards his own teammates, let alone if you are his opponent. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you are his opponent good luck um but yeah just being his own teammate was hard sometimes because he just pushed so much where it's like god he murdered scott burrell um, <laughs> <laughs> right uh, you know just talking about him afterwards talking about him like on the team playing uh, in practice or it's like he's this rookie or his young guy and he's kind of talented but he talks a lot and he's too nice and he's yeah. like i want him to fight me but he won't fight me and i'm really pissed about that (laughs) like and i'm like you know if if russell westbrook says says that like i can't you know if he was in okc and he's trying to get kevin durant to be meaner he's like i'm i keep pushing kevin in practice and he won't fight me yeah right. like the espn would have a connection with this story they're like oh my god russell westbrook's trying to get kevin durant to throw punches with him (laughs) um breaking
1: news russell westbrook's the worst person alive
0: (laughs) But, like, back then, um, Jordan was like, that's just how I'm doing this. Y'all can get on board or not. Um, But he backed it up. That's ultimately what's got to happen. You just got to be able to back it up. If you're going to talk that way to your teammates, you're going to talk that way to opponents, like, you better be right. And he was. And and that's part of it is he worked so hard to be right um, about that kind of stuff. He took it so seriously. But then you see, like, the moments where he's playing quarters with his security guards and, like, you know, it's, it's whatever. It's funny. He's more relaxed. He's more like Michael. Yeah.
1: But like, I don't know. Another reaction I have, like kind of going off of that is like the, oh man, I totally blanked on what I was going to say. I had a really good point, but then it's just totally gone. It's like 1045 at night. So
0: yeah, it is. Um, one, one other little bit was, so, and this is again, kind of, off the point of the documentary, but I don't care. Um, it's like, there's this, like, common conversation now of, like, people are too friendly. Mm. And, in, like, the NBA now. Like, like they're all good friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like, I mean, Jordan played on the Olympic team, the 92 team. They talked about when he was filming Space Jam, like, he just invited Howard and Miller and, and all of them, like, hey, just come play. This is just come play pickup. Like, it's competitive as hell, but, like, Yeah, come hang out and now it's like we we tout Giannis for like working in a gym by himself and like I'm not gonna go play with you know LeBron and Wade and all them and it's like well I mean Michael Jordan like don't get me wrong he did that also but like not like he was in total seclusion by himself Um, you see him after games, like he's still dapping up Larry Bird and Carl Malone and everything. And yeah, he might tell Larry Bird to, uh,
1: (laughs) go work on his golf (laughs) game now. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, along with some other things. Um, but like still dapping up, still nice to him and everything. And like, they still talk later on. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's, I mean, really Isaiah Thomas is like the guy he hates. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. But like, there's only like a handful of guys like Michael Jordan was like, I really hate you. Everyone else is like, I might talk crap Um, and just trying to, like, annihilate you while we're playing. But, like, once this is over, like, he was still friends with these guys. Right. And that's something, like, just because LeBron isn't, like, trying to murder everybody on the court um, all the time. I mean, he does sometimes, but not all the time like Jordan did. Like, that's really the only difference between, like, being friendly now versus jordan's like friendly at times but killer at others
1: i mean like not to get on a totally different like subject kind of going off this but it we're so public facing right like yeah. with like social media like it, it, we see all that stuff behind the scenes like in the documentary like yeah. we see him come dap up carl malone and john stockton carl malone
0: gets on the bus
1: yeah after the, the <laughs> after the 98 championship and he just times, like just shakes the their
0: hands and it's like
1: how is that not a story like, yeah. no reporter, like, with a camera, be like, hold on, wasn't that
0: Karl Malone? Can you imagine, like, after the Warriors, like, ended the Thunder Run, if Durant just went and got in the Warriors team bus? Oh, that just, like, just
1: happened. Like, like, he just got on the Warriors team bus in <laughs> spade.
0: And he just sat down, and they're like, what are you, he's like, just roll with it.
1: <laughs> Don't worry, in a couple months, I'm just here now. Yeah,
0: or, like, Westbrook, if Westbrook just walked onto the... Right. And, yeah. like, like, what is happening? Yeah. Did LeBron just walk onto the Warriors bus after the Warriors knocked off the Cavs. That would be the
1: bigger story than, like, the Warriors winning the championship, right? and it's like...
0: But, yeah, where we say, like, Michael Jordan and, like, this era of basketball. Like, like, no one was friends. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, outside of, like, the Pistons with Isaiah. The bad boy Pistons. Literally everyone hated because... For good reason. I mean, because they they literally try to murder you in the paint. Um, (laughs) Like, outside of that, it's, it's like... I don't know, guys talk crap probably a bit more than they do now but at the same time the game was more physical then because the rules allowed them to be more physical right. but like they were all buddies yeah like that that really has not changed in the nba like
1: i mean it's a brotherhood right Like yeah. we've known that for a long yeah. time
0: and maybe that was the bigger issue like the more underlying issue with the pistons like they didn't respect that yeah and yep. maybe that's ultimately like something that needs to be talked about more because the, it almost seemed dirty, if not just straight up dirty. That would be fascinating
1: to do, like a deep dive on those bad boys pistols. Yeah, um, we might have to do that this summer when there's a continued break. Yeah. Anyways.
0: But so, like, that's kind of more. I mean, it's like, man, the NBA, like, the game has changed, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the three-point shooting and and everything, and the spacing. But like that aspect of the NBA, like brotherhood, as you well put it, that's kind of the same yeah that 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 hasn't changed to me like ewing and them still dap each other up right like even after that, they broke the Nick's heart so many times and stuff like he
1: would talk crap afterwards but it was like in a fr- like you have yeah. to understand like where michael's coming from like you i think will bond said it either in a podcast or on the documentary like if you didn't understand where it was coming from and like he was poking you to be friendly yeah or like he's actually, like
0: trying to get you to just rise up to his yeah, level right and then like like steve kerr talked about in the last episodes um when kerr was having to guard him in practice like um michael was like i phil started calling ticky tack fouls on me and then i just try to annihilate steve kerr and and come after him and he's like once steve kerr like stood up to me and it's like all right we're friends now yeah he but you know if you were scared then he's like oh, i'm I'm better than you and i shark and water right yeah like he
1: was just like you knew he was not yeah. mentally tough or and, like up to the task
0: and it's really like that's the only real part that separates the you know the mj mentality the kobe mentality like the westbrook mentality from like lebron right it's like they like you gotta swing back or do something back to earn my respect whereas lebron's like he's he is just kind of nice yeah and there's nothing wrong with bitch being, being nice but like those guys it's like that's the little bit of extra separates it um, probably more than anything because still after the game outside of Westbrook Westbrook kind of seems like he's doing his own thing but the other guy is like like after that you're cool yeah right so that was just something that kind of stuck with me
1: so I think I came up with that point. I was going to make a second. is like this manufactured like competitiveness that like Jordan needed all the time. It's like <laughs> BJ Armstrong, like kind of having a flash pan moment in one of those like series against the Yeah, Flirts. like game one. <laughs> and he, he like came over and like said like good game or something or like just like just like stared he, at the bench. bench. And, like, the next, like, three games, Michael just, like, eviscerated yeah, BJ That Armstrong. was the
0: the manufactured good game was, like, against, like, the Wizards. That's right. The Bullets or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, they yeah. were back then. And like, yeah, the one kid went for, like, 37 in the game.
1: And then, like, the next night, he goes for 36 and the half. And yeah. Just, just, like, scores 48 or something And like
0: then that. admits later on, he's like, yeah, I made it up. Yeah. <laughs> I just needed something to get me going
1: that's amazing that's like what
0: a girl does like when she wakes up from a dream where she like she gets in a fight with her husband or boyfriend and she like she wakes up mad at him yeah. for something he didn't do but he didn't in her dream like that's what michael jordan did
1: that's amazing and like i just like i don't relate to that side of competitiveness because I don't, I don't know what do like, you have that
0: to be that competitive over right also, like who has something like that right that matters that much
1: right i don't know just like that like it's just i think steve kerr said it multiple times just makes michael like inhuman or yeah. seem in, inhuman yeah like, you just can't relate to it yeah there's only few like there are a select group of people who are like that
0: yeah and oh never And some of those people like man it can get you in a lot of trouble yeah because when
1: it's, when it's like un unharnessed untamed yeah.
0: yeah yeah for sure Whereas he, like, it was very driven to, like, a very obtainable goal. Yeah. And, I mean, very obtainable being, like, for him, that wasn't a very obtainable goal. To most guys in the NBA, like, that's not an obtainable goal. Where he was, his stature, the championships, all that. But to him, like, that was a possibility. Um, yeah, that's incredible. Like, that's stuff you hear about with, like, Iverson and some of those guys where it's, like, they just give him something and they're injecting it yeah. into their veins. Exactly. And that's just, like, what fuels them. It's amazing. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so we'll talk about a few basketball related things, some management, some on the court stuff, um, some relating to past and present. So it's just kind of going to be a, a hodgepodge of, of questions here. So, um, again, no particular order, just kind of typed them as we, uh, thought about them. We'll end with, um, some MJ Pippen questions in between though. Who knows what you're going to get here. <laughs> um, was this the best possible ending to the bulls run going out like this. Yeah. This is like the classic question. Like, do you retire on top? Do you end it when you're like at the peak or do you try and fight it out? Maybe you fall a bit and then you call it a day.
1: So it's really tough. And I think like from like a management perspective, you like look at what you have, like the pool players and like Dennis Rodman, is, like, taking vacation mid-season to go to Vegas.
0: Mid, mid-finals! <laughs>
1: mid-finals! some WWE thing?
0: Like, what are we doing That's here? That's incredible.
1: Like, I wouldn't sign that dude back, would you?
0: Yeah, Not they released him. It, like, the flash, you know, after yeah. the, at the end of it, they're saying he just released him. I'm like, Marvin's like, if Jordan's not there, you, like, I can't put up with this. Yeah. Anymore. Like, it's not worth it anymore.
1: Right, because you can't rein him in. Yeah. And, and, like, I mean, Dennis Rodman's going to be Dennis Rodman. Like, you can't really yeah. control him. And that's fine. Like, he, he could be his own person. But, like, to answer the question, I I think so. Because, like, if you bring it back another season, what gets magnified? Like, is it ten times worse?
0: Yeah. Like... Is every loss, like, really grilled? Yeah. You know, and really, like, magnified in the paper? How
1: exhausted is Michael now? Yes. And, like...
0: Because that's, like... I, he's in year 15 Yeah By that point he mm-hmm. played He didn't come out of high school He played a few years at UNC So all of a sudden he's in his upper 30s By this point mm-hmm. already And and clearly exhausted Yeah and it's like Do you want to see MJ that way uh, In a Bulls uniform
1: I'm sure they could have made it Deep in the playoffs again
0: Yeah oh yeah Because who
1: The Knicks came out that year
0: the next year, yeah, because I think it was Knicks-Spurs. Is that so, the year, like, the Knicks finally knock him off?
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. is that, like, the end to it? And would you rather... I mean, I w- like, personally, I would rather go out on top. Like, for yeah. sure, no. Like, I'm glad Peyton Manning went out on top.
0: For example, right? yeah. Right. For
1: that. another sport. I just... I think so, because, like, Scotty was very disgruntled. Like, he barely came back and played the '98 yeah. season. Like, he was talking about being traded. Like, he yeah. wanted to be traded the season before. Yeah. Uh, I think so. But, like, if you get that seventh championship and, like, what, you, seven and You in,
0: four-peat?
1: Yeah. that Like, that's... No one... One team's done that? Like, the Celtics in the 60s have four-peated?
0: Maybe, yeah, something like that
1: four or five because
0: because yeah because russell won like 11 and 13 years yeah something
1: insane so like unless you can guarantee like unless you bring someone in like, can can bring someone back in to like give the organization new life i think that's the best ending like leave it on top because like there's just so many unknowns yeah and i don't there's not a guarantee but you have to feel pretty good because your competition like the rest of the way is the knicks okay well yeah the Michael, knicks those pacers those pacers yeah maybe you play them somewhere mm. in the playoffs before the eastern conference finals yeah. and they gave you all of game 7 yeah uh, the previous year
0: so if i was you know a if i was this age back then um cuz i was a kid back then so if i was this age then as just a basketball fan I think I would have wanted Michael to come back and them to like, yes. try and bring the band back together, yeah. and be like, if this is going to end, it's going to be because Patrick Ewing finally does it, or Reggie Miller finally does it, or something like that. Um,
1: Make them prove it. Yes,
0: yeah. So it's not just like say like anyone else who won for the next you know two or three years. You only won because Michael retired. Like I, right. I kind of hate that. Like yeah. it's no like one of these teams in the finals or whatever. Like we knocked off the Bulls to get here and that was it and either that drove michael all right i clearly don't have it anymore i'm not i'm not the best or you know it's just a hey they got us this time and then it fuels michael to make one more run after that you know, I, I don't know exactly what it looks like if he comes back and maybe they get knocked off that year um either in the eastern conference finals or in the finals like the spurs are on the come up then um but from that perspective, I want to come back now. Like, yeah, if we start talking about from like the management perspective, it they kind of Reinsdorf and they gave Michael the tablet there at the end of here. <laughs> Reinsdorf talking about it, like, basically just saying like, we couldn't afford it. Yeah. that was basically the reason we couldn't. We couldn't afford it, even though, um, according to the end credit there, it was Kerr was traded, Pippin was traded. So it's like, so you 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 probably could have afforded it
1: and mj emphatically saying like i would have signed one year
0: a one year yeah um if they would have said we're bringing everyone back phil's yeah. coming back for a year um and phil said it there at the end too he's like i thought didn't think it'd be fair to jerry for ryan's to kind of come in over the top and say like we're bringing it all back together because then jerry Krause loses all power right. yeah He didn't have the credibility, but whatever power he had is not (laughs) there anymore. Yeah, he did not have the decision-making prowess anymore, because anything from there on out, they'd be like, we're just going to talk to Reinsdorf. Yeah, and exactly. So it kind of transitions into the next question, which we'll get to in a minute, about Krauss. Um, But I, I get it from the idea of this wasn't sustainable for another three years. Right. But... It's hard to say, like, you couldn't make one more. You couldn't get one. At what point it's like, okay, when does the one more stop? Because if you do do it again, if you do get seven.
1: Can you get eight?
0: All of a sudden, yeah, you're like, can we get eight? And you get eight. Can we get nine? (laughs) Can we somehow get nine? Can we do this? It's like, where does it stop? And at what point do you you keep paying, but at the same time, it's like And it goes back to one of your big points um, from the first question, which is, it's so hard to win. It's so like, hard. Like if you decide to blow it up, which I mean, this was the blow it up. Right, I and mean, they really did it. Um, I mean, Sam Hinkie would be proud here. <laughs> um, they they were never the same. Obviously, like we we were talking about it, chatting. Um, towards the end of it, it's like, God, thank God for Derek Rose. Yeah, because. I mean, this the franchise was nothing before Michael. They sucked. I mean, Jordan said it. He's yeah. like, we sucked. Um, yeah, that first it a, year. It was a bad franchise before Jordan. Jordan made it relevant by like night. I mean, relevant before then, but really like in terms of championships, 1990s. 1990s. Yeah. yeah, the early 90s. Um, and then, I mean, it was a, a solid eight-year run. And then after that, it it hasn't happened since.
1: Really, it, like they have not been.
0: Ro- Rose same. had like the one chance, you know. He hits the bank shot against the Cavs and LeBron and everything, and it's like maybe there's a shot here. Um, but I mean, even then, you you didn't, right? And, and that's 15 years later, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's so hard. So if you had the chance for even just one more, guy, okay, you got to you got to do one more. Yeah, and you know, you could do it until. Ewing and the Knicks, you know, Duncan Robinson in the, for the Spurs, D- Tim Duncan and David Robinson, not Duncan Robinson. Um, <laughs> knock them off in the finals, whatever it is. Like, you got to go until, like, there's definitively, like, all right, it's over. That, that's kind of where I'm at. Is you, you keep going for it.
1: I think that's ultimately kind of where I land with it is, like, you gotta go you gotta go for it as yeah many times. like and no matter that, that's the
0: Jordan mentality is like you gotta go for it man right you just just Jerry shut up we're going for it
1: <laughs> yeah I mean like if I'm sure if you laid out like to Reinsdorf like the next 20 30 years of this franchise like would you come back in 98 99 and even a hundred percent say yes because yeah. that's what he kind of did right there he retconned whatever Jerry Krause because yeah. Reinsdorf was kind of on Cross's side at the beginning of the season, right?
0: Oh yeah, like he like Cross was his guy, and then he calls Phil. You know, after they do win it for the the sixth chip, and like
1: he's like, "Wait, we'll, this is great for ticket sales. Come back. We'll please. have you
0: back." And, and Phil tells him, "You know, no." Yeah. So it's like Reinsdorf realized then. So it's like, I wonder if you talk to Reinsdorf now, like if you could time travel back in time, would you have like forced the issue? Yeah. And be like, "Look, we got to bring like we'll get Jerry Cross to make it a, a public statement like." We we did it, and it's hard to believe we did it because it's so un- hard. And if he goes on the reason, it's so hard to win. We didn't think we'd be here at this point. Who would have envisioned this? when we first drafted Michael back in the early '80s, I I made some statements last year. They were pre you know before all this, and I, we're, you know what? One more, yeah, one more. We're we're giving that to our fans. You know he would have been forgiven for a year. He would have been crapped on as soon as the year ended. <laughs> <laughs> but he would have been forgiven for that time because yeah. he made it right. Right. Um, whether it's his opinion or not to do it, um Reinsdorf may have been pulling the strings, but um I to me you go for it. Anytime you have a chance, you go for it. Um and you just gotta make the move sometimes. Um and if you you go out in the Eastern Conference Finals, you go out in the Eastern Conference Finals. It sucks. But if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. Then you, you feel like,
1: it. okay, then well, like we really can't get over the hump anymore. Yeah like that yeah. was it but yeah. like with winning it's like
0: because you're saying if you're kraus um and what's going on, the next question was does there, does jerry kraus deserve um so much shiitake for Ooh. his uh role in the bulls part of it's like dude go if you go for that one more and you lose in the eastern conference finals what? by bringing back the gang in a way you can say like look i was right we, yeah. we did not have it anymore yeah. like the team like it's just too exhausting but if you do like the one-year pardon, apologize, say like we're going for one more, we're giving that to our fans, and you do do it, you you win the seventh. Again, you're slightly still put up on that altar to to worship in the city of Chicago because y- you know what you you had common sense to realize like we I screwed up, I screwed up, yeah, I fixed it. Here it is, and maybe just a year fix, but it ended in another championship. Like you, it's a win-win, right? Like then, it, it, you yeah. were either you were right or you won a championship right like <laughs> come on um but to this now question of does he deserve the crap that's been given to him for the last five weeks
1: that's a great question yes and no like it's always more nuanced than that right
0: because Pippin says at the end of the documentary like jerry Krause is like the greatest gm
1: yeah like he had to draft Pippin, right like he had to
0: he like yeah traded up or like traded something to like, get Pippin, yeah, something like that.
1: I mean, he also had the foresight to see like Dennis Rodden and be like, yeah, this guy can be something for us.
0: Because he'd like gone to San Antonio after and, like, his Detroit it didn't, run
1: didn't really work.
0: Then. Yeah, and he's like, look, if we bring him in, I think this will be something.
1: And like, I mean, he ha- he has to take credit for all of this in some way. You
0: bring in Horace Grant, you get Ron Harper later, like you get you, Steve Carter, to play Steve John Paxson. Yeah, like you did things. You you, made the right moves. You found B.J. Armstrong, all these kind of things.
1: Like, there's the second three-year run because of what you did, like, some of the moves you made in the first, like, prior to that. And, like, we see so many GMs and front offices screw up that. Yeah. Like, prolonged success, again, is hard. And some of that credit has to go to the front office for making the right moves and right picks.
0: Even, like, so early on before the championships, like, trading Charles Oakley
1: to the Knicks,
0: like... Dang, because Oakley is another one of those underrated guys like in NBA history. Like He kind of popped back up in history with the whole Dolan thing recently, getting thrown out of MSG. But as a player, dude was real. Dude He's was like legit. an all-time Nick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, it, They just needed a different type of guy for the Bulls. He realized but,
1: that, like, that, that pairing with Michael and him could yeah, never work.
0: The talent from Oakley was better than what they got back, but that's just not what that team needed. Right. So it's like, you you, you kind of fault him for trading Oakley, but it's for the good of the team, and it ends up working out because you get the championships later on for it. So, yeah, the move, it's right. If we just look at the moves, the transactions, overall, pretty good GM, it seems like. Um, competent,
1: very competent. Yes. I mean, like, picking Phil Jackson out of nowhere yeah. to come be
0: an assistant. And then, well, the whole Doug Collins thing, like, it worked. Yeah, it Didn't give him a championship, but it worked. And then, yes, the whole Phil Jackson, like, like coaching in Puerto Rico, and, <laughs> and then like he's around the NBA kind of, and then they bring him in and like they groom him for a couple years, and then have him take over. um It's like a weird dynamic, but like it, super
1: strange. It ends
0: up like working though. Yeah. So it's like, well, I don't like the process, but it it worked.
1: I mean, and some of like all those gambles end up working because Michael's so great, yes. right?
0: If if you don't have Michael and you just have let's say just, it's just Pippin, Pippin's the top guy in every. Do you win six championships? Obviously not. Do you win one? M- maybe? maybe, maybe depends on the matchups. Yeah. Depends on how the cards fall, but maybe. Um, so yeah, Michael, maybe covers up. Like maybe there's average moves or good, goodish. Moves. They turn up to be good, yeah. Yeah, um, but Michael makes them look great which that's just kind of how jordan is um, because of
1: all the stuff we talked about previously yeah
0: um but i mean having the the ability to like develop this over time and make this into a a winning franchise from just a transactions perspective like it did work it's then the people skills
1: they like coming yeah they coming out like in the 98 season like how hard does it say like just all you have to say is like we're taking it year by year at this point.
0: Who knows at this point? Yeah. Go ask Mike.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, this thing as go- goes as Michael Jordan goes. Yeah. Like, until he says no, like, we're just going to be here.
0: Yeah. Um. So.
1: But egos yeah. go into that. Like, I get it. Yeah. Like, there's a whole bunch
0: that well, go. Well, the whole, like, and it's somewhat taken out of context, but the whole, like, management, you know, teams, organizations win championships, not players. Like again, taken slightly out of context, but still, he. means It's it. kind
1: of like one of those eye roll things. Like he said it after a championship, yeah. Like in in the locker room, but like again, just have the like, understand where you are, yeah. <laughs> and just say like,
0: feel the room out, dude. Um, realize <laughs> they're not there for you,
1: right? Like I think uh, I think like Steve Kerr, uh, like said it. I I go back to Steve Kerr quite a bit because he's. I think he's an awesome quote, but, like, he talked about on a previous podcast, I think, like, uh, how when they won in San Antonio, like, this post, like, The Last Dance, but it's kind of related, that, like, Greg Popovich pulled all of his staff aside and said, we're not going up on the stage. Like, let the players go. Like, this is their moment. It's like, Jerry Krause, if he would have had that mentality, like, maybe we do get a seventh championship.
0: Yes. Um, Because clearly... I mean, part of it's Reinsdorf's Ryan fault also because that's the guy who signs the checks. Um, like, Pippin being drastically underpaid. Um, that's and, insane, right? And not... And no one ever fixing it. Like, either, like...
1: Like, Reinsdorf could have come in and been like, hey, like, come up to my office after practice. We're gonna, like, hash out this contract. Thing yeah. Right now.
0: Um, And, like, there was a quote, like, I don't remember what episode. It was, like, middle of it, though, where they were talking about when Scotty signed, like, the seven-year deal. Um. Yeah. And Reinsdorf is like, "What are you doing? Um, that's that's way too long. Like you're going to hurt your value later on." Um, and and that's exactly what happened. Now it's it's easier to say that now than it was back then. Back then he's probably like, "Yeah, let's do this." Right. Um, but the fact that like you could never figure out like a renegotiation of the contract, or it's like. Take
1: care of your guy. Like, it's yeah, just, just that some, simple. Somehow,
0: figure this out. Like, <laughs> let's get some more money in the guy's pocket. Just, yeah, do something. Um,
1: like, it's not, like...
0: Is that is that Krause's fault completely?
1: Kind of, because he's the he's supposed to oversee this yes. stuff.
0: Yes. He, should he be in Reinsdorf's office saying, like, look, we got to make some changes to this guy's contract or something, because he's getting pissy, yeah. and we need him? Right. Yeah, like, Jerry, and he's not doing that. He's like, he signed the contract. He signed we we don't need him anyway um oh, well. and and so yeah maybe it's not ryan position because sometimes in sports we talk about like owners getting too involved you know like jerry jones mark cuban those types um it's like, i don't know can can you fault ryan for not getting involved in part it's like damn do you not see like where you are right now you're in the middle of all these championships like you need this guy yeah um make it someone make it happen
1: like it's just like a simple phone call yeah. Like, hey, you want a two year? Like we're gonna increase your contract. Hey, yeah, last month. two years.
0: Let's renegotiate it. Yeah. Like you can do that. Like that's allowed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's not. You like, can renegotiate a contract. Reinsdorf and Kraus made it way harder on themselves than they needed yes. too,
0: Right. And and that's probably ultimately it. it. Is like you created problems that didn't have to be there, and you could have fixed them once you did create them, and you never fixed them. But like part of it's like if you just had enough people skills to realize like we're not treating the good players well yeah respectively like how they should be and again they're part of this is like their buddies across the nba they're like we're getting paid way more than you yeah and like they all know it yeah and yeah pippen you know has more like quote-unquote humble upbringings and stuff being from the middle of nowhere arkansas and everything is like i'm making a million dollars playing for the bulls like that's cool but it's like at the same time it's like
1: it should be making like 12
0: <laughs> yeah you should be making way <laughs> more than that um like that, that's just ultimately it comes down to it. i think he didn't have the people skills and nowadays he would get crushed
1: yeah he would have got all annihilated
0: that yeah. yeah he i mean it's kind of what ended up happening um the guy from the wizards um
1: oh go, cool no it's not colby altman
0: um no, no no Uh that's the guy for the Cavs. now he took yeah. over um but, like, how he, like, once social media started paying up, like, everyone just started crushing the Wizards yeah, yeah. front office, and yeah, yeah. deservedly so. Because um, he would just say the stupidest stuff. Yeah. Um, but, like, if he was, yeah, GM now, it's, like, people would be, like, can we fire this guy? Because if we're talking about do we keep Kraus or do we keep Pippen, y- you keep Pippen.
1: You keep the player. Yeah. yeah,
0: right. Like, yeah, and that's every day, like, this stuff happens. Like, if it's that type of a player, you keep the player. Like, that guy's more important to winning. Um, you can find a lot of smart guys to run your franchise and, Trade for good players and everything, like make make it ha- happen. You can't replace Scottie Pippen easily. Yeah, I so. mean,
1: there's not like another. I mean, he's been talked about as like one of the greatest, like second seconds in the NBA, like as a duo or like a wingman, whatever you want to call that. Yeah, he's awesome, and like, i like it's so frustrating because like Krause just shot himself, like that front office just continually shot themselves in the foot. And maybe to play devil's advocate here, Matt, if you would allow me to. Please. Maybe Jerry Krause knew Michael Jordan so well that he need he knew he needed to manufacture <laughs> this thing to get Jordan to win him another three championships.
0: That's not the craziest thing I've heard, but I don't know if he deserves that much credit.
1: Oh, definitely uh, not. Um, I'm just playing devil's advocate here to protect Jerry Krause. So it's part
0: only- of it's like... I mean, definitely, it worked in the favor, like that. Him intentionally doing it is is false, but the effect definitely is what happened. Though they're like, screw this guy, right? Let's, let's prove like it's like us the '98
1: season was all about like screw Jerry Krause.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it worked.
1: It wasn't yeah. the Last Dance. It was screw Jerry. Yeah, Krause.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but there are only so many expletives you can put in a title that. <laughs> Um, they wanted to put probably
1: not friendly for ESPN <laughs> no Odyssey no Um, uh,
0: hey, tune into ESPN 2 if you want the not mature content <laughs> version. Um, uh, oh, Ernie Grunfeld was oh, that's uh, it. okay, Ernie. You. Um, but oh, Ernie, yeah, part of me is like, it's what happened though, and like, it fueled them to, like, yeah, out of hate to prove it's us, not you. Um, and then. In a way, then the players are vindicated once they leave, whether it's by trade or retirement or release or whatever. Like you never got back, Right. you never. It, this proves. And Jerry Cross was there for another like five years. Yeah. Um, after Jordan <laughs> leaves, which is incredible. It's like you never got back. Right. You, you wanted to rebuild. Okay, go rebuild. You think you can just draft another guy and another Michael well. Jordan
1: doesn't just like fall out. Of yeah. The- trees
0: and also land at the third pick um <laughs> you so think
1: every other team who got like just torched in that draft was like yeah. yeah we're not letting the next michael jordan yeah oh wait portland did that twice
0: so god um <laughs> that took a turn it that did uh it just goes i i think part of that is also why then when jordan Retires again,
1: to for the Wizards. Wizards
0: um, it's uh, he's in, he's not going back to Chicago because yeah. I'm not going back to Kraus. Yeah, I'm just going to continually prove, even though he's like 40 by this oh, point. Man. Um, it's like again, I'm not letting Jerry think like he runs me. Like as long as he's around with the Bulls, like he's like I'm not coming back. Yeah, and he, I'm going to go farther in the playoffs than you are. For the Wizards, <laughs> the Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> oh god wearing these ugly uniforms blue
1: yeah. that was bad so i vaguely remember watching michael jordan on tv and the wizards it's weird I, like uh, vaguely remember yeah
0: that's one of those like classic like players who don't belong in like certain jerseys yeah, you see like patrick ewing wearing like non Knicks jerseys or akeem olajuwon wearing like raptors jerseys and it's like what is the 45
1: was also weird
0: the, yeah so okay we can talk about that for just a minute um he's like that was my first number like when I played in high school, yeah. it's like, that's why I was like, I was like a new person almost coming back. And it's like, he was like a kid again. He's like, you know, one se- season you're playing baseball, the next season you're playing basketball. You know, as a kid, like <laughs> you're moving like one season you're in football and yeah. then winter you're in basketball and then fall you're in baseball. it's just like every kid's dream. You're just playing sports year round. It's like, and it kind of felt like that. It's like cool to see that though, from like almost childlike from Jordan. Yeah. Um, yeah not child reasons he he stepped away from the bulls for sure. um but to see that it's like yeah I was like this dude had like emotions like he was like a normal human being like kind of reminiscing on his high school days and stuff like um <laughs> you yeah, coming play back baseball yeah um and then, oh now I can just jump back into this and just be ready and he wasn't yeah um and you see like those magic teams so yeah like that was a cool moment weird for sure and then you know, I love that it's in the, the the back and forth with the magic, then that gets him um, to switch back to 23. That was amazing.
1: And, yeah, like the 45. Yeah. 45 wouldn't, or 23 wouldn't have let that happen. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, like, as soon as the game ends or the series ends, he's like, all right, I'm working on my body. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> he comes back with a vengeance the next year. Where, where <laughs> is Trainer
1: asking him, like, yeah, let me know when I'll see you. He's like, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow? (laughs) He's like, God, I was planning on taking a vacation.
0: Not at all. Um, That's what makes Michael Michael, though. Um, That's true. And then he comes back in three-peats. So, yeah, incredible. Um, Again, just random questions here. Would Dennis Rodman survive in the 2000 teens NBA?
1: So, to answer this question, I'm going to quote Dennis Rodman. At the end of the 98 championship celebration, he said... There's going to be a lot of illegal drugs being done. <laughs> and that by, should by ans- people. <laughs> that should answer your question.
0: Yeah, Dennis Rodman is people. <laughs> In this right scenario. there.
1: Like, with Twitter and social media, this dude probably would not. Like, he would be suspended every other I'll game. say
0: Stern would have suspended him, like, the moment he, like, could have.
1: Do you think Michael ever, like, softened the blow? Like, prevented some of the uh, suspension oh, or something? He, he's
0: like, yeah, he goes to Stern's office and. It's like begs him. Yeah. Like, don't. Please because. don't do this. Um, We need him. Stuff like that. Yeah, I could I could have seen that.
1: Not to put my conspiracy hat on, but like, just like, like seeing that guy just like take random time in the middle of the season yeah. to go to Las Vegas is just like, the, I couldn't imagine him surviving in, the, in this like version of the NBA with like social media so like public facing. Yeah. Without like getting in some serious like deep water, yes. With, like the league office,
0: yeah. It's like, could you imagine if during like the Heatles run that like Chris Bosch just like up and left <laughs> and he's like, Hey, I'm leaving for like a few days and it's gone for like a couple weeks. Like, can you imagine if Chris Bosch is like Twitter would have ripped <laughs> him if
1: that would be the meme forever, right? Like, right? where'd the Raptor go? <laughs>
0: If, if the Golden State Warriors, if, if Durant or Draymond is just like, I'm leaving for two weeks in the middle of their championship. The season, yeah. Yeah, and all of a sudden, they just don't show up for, like, the day after Game 3. Yeah. And, like, be like, where is Draymond? Right. And again, would He have. shows
1: up on some, like, WWE thing, like, the night before Game 4. It's like, what are we doing?
0: Yeah, um just would have been annihilated social media wise yeah i think rodman you're right the drug issues would be so much more prevalent now um in terms of like just the publicity aspect of that like he couldn't go to any club without being spotted and like it all over the news um yeah part of that part of it's like the the flamboyantness like that would not I don't want to say it wouldn't go over well, but, like, there would be so much conversation and dialogue about it now. Um, Not in the exact same way of, like, the Kaepernick stuff, but, like, not that far off from it either. Um,
1: Like, is this hurting the team? Yeah.
0: Let alone just then talking all this to say, like, let's talk about the game. Right. And this is, like, is he not, like, a guy who, because he can't shoot. <laughs> he's like, literally
1: a rebounder and defender
0: yeah i mean he's like the greatest version of andre robertson <laughs> and it's true and while that like that guy might always have a spot in the league is he dennis rodman still probably not probably not um so part of me is like man he he found the right team and they talk about that in the his episode like him landing on the bulls at that time in his life with that kind of leadership in terms of like the players and the coaches, like he he needed that. Otherwise, he wasn't he literally wasn't going to survive. Yeah. Um, part of it's like, could that even be attained now? Could that level of like, we can we can block out everything else enough and just like self contain you here in our organization and like this happy bubble that is Phil Jackson's zen.
1: Like, what organization could absorb? Like what cultures, like organizations' culture, could absorb that?
0: Like, like expolstra in the heat, maybe. But like, then you're living in Miami.
1: Maybe like the Warriors with Steve Kerr. Kerr,
0: right? Like that. That would probably work. Probably is like Rick Carlisle would probably be a little too tough. Yeah, too strict uh, there. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, not even worrying about playing style, just, like, that that way. Yeah, like, there's just only so many teams that, like, the coach would have enough, like, high-up, like, level of respect. Right. Like, just, like, you walk in, and you already respect this guy, and he has that culture. Like, because there are guys like, you know, Boonholzer, who it's, like, has a great culture, but, like, is he going to have that respect from, like, a Rodman type?
1: Yeah, like Nick just Nurse. Just walking
0: in. Like, yeah. yeah, Nick Nurse. Probably not, even though Nurse has a championship. Um, but, yeah, that that's where it's gets dicey then yeah is is there that type of guy and that's it's borderline unfair to say it now like we're playing um like the 2019-20 basically whereas like maybe in the mid 2000s or teens you know there may be more options but still the point of being like it would have been so hard for a guy this far out in left field to make it now. Because you even see, like, once Jr. Smith starts going off the rails, once Dion Waiters starts going off the rails.
1: Guy throws a bowl of soup and Twitter, yeah. blows up for the next week. Dion
0: like, waiters, you, waiters on edibles and stuff. Could like.
1: you imagine, like, just, like, I don't know, Dennis Rodman, like, a quote after the game. Like, that would destroy Twitter for the next, yeah. like, three days.
0: All right, Rodman, you have a you, – your team has a four-day break before you um, have a five-game oh, homestand. What are you going to do? He's going to say, I'm going to do a line of coke. And and like you're like you're like yeah, that's funny, but I'm pretty sure you're not kidding, (laughs) right? Um, like when we talk about drug rehab programs for this guy, like it, I I don't know if he literal survives in the NBA now. It it was right situation, right time, right people, everything. Like it it, it it went right and it worked, but it there was a there was a way for him and. Thank God he found it, but yeah, I don't know if he survives now.
1: Definitely not. I don't think so.
0: All right. So again, all over the place. Is there a greater appreciation for some guys that we see as talking heads now, like Chuck, Charles Barkley, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Penny Hardaway, and Patrick Ewing are coaches now at the collegiate level, um, and that's only how some people know them. They hear you know the stories, but they don't know them. You think there's a, a greater respect for some of these type of guys? Um, I I for sure it,
1: I for sure do. Like, like have, no one's
0: knew. It felt like no one knew who Charles Barkley was as the player. Well, like you we only see him as the goofball with Shaq.
1: Yeah, and like I think that's the thing you forget is like at least for me, like going back. At, I mean, I was born in '94, so like that's the year, the year after Charles wins the MVP. Yeah. So like I.
0: You never knew him. That I way. I
1: only know Charles Barkley as the TNT talking. Yeah. and like. I, just, like, see, like he eviscerated people. Yeah. Like, I knew he was good, and he got the Suns to a finals, but, like, how good he was in that season, like, he definitely deserved the MVP. It's not like, yeah. uh people got tired of voting for Michael Jordan. That might have been some of it.
0: There's always that, like, LeBron could win it every year. Right. Jordan could have won it every year, like, during his time. All that kind of stuff. But, like, if like, you do pick someone else, like, yeah, it was Charles that year.
1: Yeah. And he, like, I mean, getting a getting a team like that to it was essentially Charles and who was the second best player on that team?
0: Kevin Johnson. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Like,
1: right? Like uh, him and Draymond getting a spat over like social media is like Draymond can kick rocks. Like Draymond's like <laughs> Barkley getting...
0: would have put you in the basket. That's
1: essentially like Draymond getting like I don't know, like the Knicks or the Pistons to the finals by himself and like having an MVP year. Yeah that's not how, like draymond's not that level player sure like i think another thing that like i always overweigh is championships and not just me but we as a general yes. like discussion
0: talk why didn't you win one yeah why
1: did you win one well it's freaking hard to win that's yeah. why
0: <laughs> yeah because even like when jordan retires in the middle um the you know mid 90s it's like a large who is you know a top Five, six center of all time leads a really good Rockets team with Clyde to the two NBA finals. So it's like even whenever Jordan wasn't playing, oh, like literally one of the 10, 15 greatest players of all time. And Olajuwon is winning championships with a much better team. Right. So it's like even though Barkley, yeah, like you were good in 76ers runs and the Suns and all that. Like there were there were other top 15 players in the league. Like, all-time players in the league at the same time. Still exactly. too. Exactly. It wasn't just Jordan.
1: Exactly. Like, there's going to be players from this era of basketball we're going to look back and it's like, how do you not win a championship? It's like, oh, yeah, the Warriors were dominant for a half a decade. And yeah. The other half of the decade, they weren't dominant. LeBron was dominant. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... Uh, you just there was kid- never,
0: like, a year. I like, guess it's only Kawhi and the Raptors got the one year. That was yeah. open, like, for the, the 10 years. That's yeah,
1: it. The very end of the decade.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, the very end of the decade. Dirk Dirk, and the Mavs got one at the beginning. Kawhi and the Raptors got one at the end. In between then, it's like Spurs a couple, LeBron, and, and Golden State. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. That's
1: it. Like, those are the teams who... And, like, the number of, like, players who made the NBA Finals is, like, a shorter list than that. Yeah. Because it's literally from the Eastern Conference. LeBron's LeBron.
0: Yeah. That's all it is. That's why we talk about the eight straight. Like that's remarkable
1: yeah it's just incredibly hard to win and like man i could talk about this forever but like i i just have a more appreciation for guys like especially charles barkley patrick union i just feel sorry for after this <laughs> like honestly
0: he got the knicks so far so many times that must but be always of, kept running has into. has to
1: be like the fresh, most frustrating runs
0: that's I would say that's probably more frustrating than LeBron getting eight finals and only winning three. Is like Ewing kept getting the next to like the Eastern Conference Finals. Um or, or like even, the semis. Or the like semis, yeah, or even then after Jordan retires and they're playing the Spurs in the championship. Like, God, like you're getting so far. And yet like you always run into like the league's greatest player. You eventually run into the Spurs and it's like Tim Duncan's, like maybe the best power forward of all time. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, God dang. You just
1: just can't catch a break. Yeah. Pippen, like the, like, dude just gets, like, he's just the highlight reel for, like, Pippen and Jordan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You see, like, the one dunk each of those guys has on Ewing. And Pippen step over and and all that. Oh, my God.
1: That was so disappointing. Brutal. That's, like, one of that has to be one of my favorite dunks of all time.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. It's just,
1: like, that that dunk and then the, uh, Shaq dunk turned around and just point Sean Kemp oh that was Sean Kemp Kemp. okay that was Sean Kemp
0: Sean Kemp that's the most disrespectful that
1: one and then I guess Shaq had the guy where he pushed
0: oh yes 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 he pushed the big white guy yeah
1: I forgot who it was but those dunks like I don't know that Pippa one is it was in the playoffs right like that that was
0: like yeah the Jordan years and all that like again it's intense like, yeah, there's a, like, the situation just increases, like, the value of that one. Um, but, yeah, like, outside time, but, like, Ewing had a great career. He's a, we were talking about this right before we started recording. Like, he's a top eight center. at yeah. like, all time. And center was, for the longest time, like, viewed as the most important position in the NBA.
1: I mean, it said at Dating
0: the beginning
1: of documentary that, like, Jordan's not seven foot. He can't win you a championship. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, cause we were coming off of Russell and Kareem and Wilt and all that, um. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, guys like that, Reggie Miller, um, other guys where it's just like, man, y- you could have won a chip or like you really were a great player and at, you, you just play in the wrong era. Is there ever a right era? I don't know, but <laughs> you play in the wrong one. Um, you weren't, you weren't Jordan and or LeBron or Duncan or, you know, whatever it was like, it's, it's weird thinking back how like the mid 2000s Pistons were like, good, good um for you yeah. know they didn't have like a guy like that um but yeah it's just like those the guys where it's like man you were you were special just ran into jordan every year
1: just had the problem not being jordan
0: yeah maybe if it's anyone else in history besides jordan and maybe it works but even so like any earlier you're playing magic and bird and kareem and right. stuff and it's like that's not working those either. guys
1: dominated most of the 80s yeah
0: 90s is jordan and then 2000s is when you start getting into like the Duncan's and stuff, and yeah, yeah Kobe tokens. and Shaq and stuff. um
1: Man, oh man, that is I, tough.
0: Seeing a little bit of young Shaq was cool, though. That was um, cool. The yeah, Magic playing for the teams. Magic. Uh huh. Um, Horace Grant going over like it's a cool little storyline and all, and it was appropriate that they are the ones that kind of knocked off the comeback Jordan. Like when he immediately stepped back in because Horace Grant didn't get enough love when he was with Detroit or um, Chicago. Um. So, yeah, cool little bits in there. Um, yeah, a lot of former players now, it's like, I wonder if people are going to go watch more like, games. Like, hey, I just want to watch some mid-90s Magic. I mean, What was I, that team like I, watching Penny Hardaway and stuff?
1: Yeah, I haven't really watched, like, I, I mean, like, I've seen, like, clips, and I've watched, like, Corridors of Jordan, but I don't think I've ever sat down and watched, like, entire games of mm-hmm. Jordan. That's something I'll probably need to go back and do. Yeah.
0: Just, like, find, like, random 40-point games from Jordan. Yeah. And like, just regular season games where there's playing someone else good. And it's just, like, he just did his thing. It was normal. Yeah. You didn't even have to watch the playoff games. <laughs>
1: it's just <laughs> some regular night and...
0: Because he treated it like a playoff game every night.
1: Uh, against the Bullets. Watching the Bullets. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <sighs> um, slightly. Uh, another lighter-toned one. Um, Why did Bulls' centers get so much airtime? Why is... Winnington and Cartwright, like God, I feel like they're talking for half the documentary. They're like the narrators.
1: I have no idea. I guess like I don't know. They must have gotten the list of guys who would talk and
0: those guys were just the kept most talking
1: available and like had the best quotes. Like yeah, I
0: don't... we were talking like Ku like didn't get to talk a lot. Of he course, had those Grant. like
1: episodes with the dream team where he talked some, but yeah. like in the last two like he really it
0: was like sentence here sentence there that was it horace grant like brought in in spurts you saw him but not not really yeah um steve kerr was like the most consistent it felt like it yeah Paxson showed up pretty much every episode maybe not for long spurts each episode but he showed up every episode it felt like um armstrong
1: bj armstrong showed up
0: quite a bit but it's like of all the guys who it's like you didn't make an impact in the game, the Bulls centers talked a lot for not a lot of impact in the game. It felt like.
1: <laughs> I felt like Scotty didn't get as much airtime as he should. Not have. towards the end.
0: Yeah, he I had th-
1: that. Like I mean, like he has the episode about himself, but like outside of that.
0: Yeah, it's he's like, pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Which is a little weird. Um, same thing with Rodman. He, he talks a bit. His he quotes had, are memorable. Yeah, yeah. He he I mean,
1: like he has those quotes on the episode he's in but outside of that he's not in until like i feel like nine and ten like yeah the end.
0: yeah yeah um so yeah it's just some weird stuff like why did those like those couple guys like get to talk like every episode yeah you know um where it's like you didn't even play for the bulls during all six <laughs> like, why are you yeah. talking in episodes one two and three you didn't even play in those early ones but or you didn't play in the later ones. so why are you talking later just you know some weird little dynamics like it's interesting how they put the documentary together like sure. showing like the first five and then it always comes back to the sixth one. Um, like in every episode, um, it was like a weird setup, but kind of cool. Um, because I don't, and this is kind of a complaint that I've heard and it's not really a complaint of mine, but it's like, did you learn a ton of new stuff during this documentary for me? Kind of. Yeah. Because I, I wasn't around to see the Jordan, like old enough to like experience it and everything. Um, but it's cool learning about it now, like from a different perspective than just like the stats mm. in the record books. Yeah. Um, but for some people who lived it already, like I didn't learn anything new. Um, I don't know, but, um, so now we'll move on to the one big Pippin question and the one big, uh, MJ question, which again, we're not going into like the deepest questions possible, but how has the perception of Pippin changed? For
1: me, I think he's like moved up. Okay. Like in, like in terms of like all-time greatest player so I it's
0: know, a it's a positive change
1: i for me it is like dude wasn't just like a matthew delvedova he wasn't just like along yeah. for the ride like yeah. he was a significant part of their championship runs mm-hmm. and i know there's like some like not great moments for scotty in this documentary like yeah. not willing to play in 98 not like sitting out for that one shot in the year jordan's gone mm-hmm. The migraine game against the Pistons. Like, I get it. Like, migraines yeah. suck. Like, I couldn't imagine playing yeah. in front of, like, a packed arena trying yeah, to Yeah, you're hearing
0: 20,000 people yelling. Like,
1: With, like, light-sensitive migraine? There's no way. Yeah. I just thought, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I think he, he should get more credit than he does sometimes. The and game
0: I, six of the last championship redeems him a bit. Yeah. Because he's fighting through the back pain, but he's, like, trying to play as much as possible. Like I think that helps a little bit, for sure. And I think
1: that's probably set up because, like, they yeah. knew, like, at the end, how they were wanting to end that, and like, shed Scotty in that light. I mean, it doesn't matter to Scotty, but I, I, like, I, I think he, I think he's a better player than what we give him. At least I gave him credit for previously. Like, like modern day, like he's better than Carmelo Anthony.
0: Uh, for sure. Like yeah. straight
1: up, like it, there's not.
0: Because he could probably score as well as Melo did at his prime, but and he also played defense.
1: He was an incredible defender yeah. and also a really good ball handler. Yeah, I just like think there's like so like some of the modern eyes like he gets overshadowed because there's so many great wing players now.
0: Yeah, well, he's just always viewed as a Robin, right? Like to to MJ's Batman. And it's like, was he a great Robin because he was a great role player, or was he a great Robin because he was a number one option? And the team had two number one options, but the other number one option was the number one player of all time.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like,
0: it's like, okay, well, actually, it was like, at the time, maybe like a top five player in the league. Mm. So it's like, okay, what's that like when we put Durant and Curry together? That's what it's like. Right. Um, exactly. Wade, Wade and LeBron together in Miami. Like, that's what it's like. Um, we, we talk about how Durant and Curry are going to be two of the 20 greatest players of all time. How Wade and LeBron are probably going to be two of the 20 greatest players of all time. It's like, well, like, well, Pippen. I don't know if he's consensusly viewed as a top 20 player of all time. It's like yeah. he, he definitely is.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like I can't. Like if there's not 20 better players, like I don't yeah. know. Like I don't know how else to say that. Like there's just not yeah. 19. Like there's not going to be 19 others I would pick over. Yeah scotty i'm not saying he's the greatest but he's somewhere in that yeah he's not like top 10
0: no no he's not top 10 but um,
1: definitely not like there's not anybody like even Yeah, that, that's
0: probably when you get down into like the i don't know like the isaiah thomas type tiers right of like greatest players of all time and it's like man pippen's got to be in there for sure. He never really got the opportunity during his prime to lead championship teams because there was always Jordan aside from the retirement years, but even then, like, that's a weird situation. And Pippen got him far. Didn't he was, like, third in
1: MVP voting. I yeah.
0: Think. So it's like, he was. He was incredible. So, um, yeah, I think from a playing standpoint, he's elevated by this doc.
1: For sure. From
0: the personality standpoint, because I don't... It, Maybe this is just me, but it feels like no one really knew who Scottie Pippen was. Yeah, Like, really knew who he was. Like, they know the name, they know the role he played on the team, but, like, they didn't know Scotty. Like, I think like he kind of got hurt in this documentary. Um, the, we mentioned it slightly there, was the Game 6 of the 98 finals, the back thing. Redeems him a bit. Um, but you get the humble, like, growing up with a ton of siblings, and then different wheelchair and different things like that and walks on basically at uca and earns scholarship and eventually gets drafted and blah blah, blah. And you're like you're rooting for this guy story. at first yes oh absolutely bonkers um he grows like five inches and he comes
1: uh, on as a kid like a, a
0: team manager he's like six foot or whatever like 150 pounds and all of a sudden he comes back from the summer, and he's, like, 6'5", or whatever. And now
1: he's, like, an all-time NBA great, which um, is just insane. Yeah,
0: playing at UCA, which is in Conway, Arkansas. Yeah. Um, I've been there. I used to live around there. It's nothing special. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, he becomes who he becomes. And so, like, at first, like, you want to root for him for, like, that story. But then it's, like – and then he does, like, some really dramatic things. And it's, like, yeah, man, just, like, buck up and – like, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, they talk about, like, the, the game where he, it's like, I'm not going in the game because he didn't drop the play for me. Um, it's like, yeah, it's a bad moment for sure. So it's like the bad moments are really bad, but he it's easy to overlook the good moments because, like, the bad moments make more headlines. Right. And so I am a little worried, like, the bad headlines are going to overshadow the 15 good years he was quite the, like the 12 years he was on the bulls and right. 98% of the time was a great person and teammate. You know, I, I'm a little worried about that, but he doesn't care.
1: I mean, I I think some of the stuff like he did in like the, like with the contract stuff, it's like any NBA player would do that now.
0: Yeah. I, oh, I think he would sympathize with the contract situation. Now holding out and handling it the way he handled it. Maybe not sure. quite that, but the ideal of it though of like you know i need you to renegotiate this right i think people would like understand that for sure um yeah it's like if you know we're on this and anthony davis is like getting paid like four million dollars a year they'd be like i would tell Anthony davis to sit out too right you know um so probably is like in some ways people are going to like relate to scotty with like the upbringing and getting there and the dream and the goals and all that and but part of he's like i'm a little worried about him but if you don't yeah yeah but if you don't care you don't care he's you know he's 50 plus now he's living his life he doesn't really seem to like want to get into coaching or anything like he's from a basketball community he's just kind of a figure
1: he's on the jump
0: yeah and and that's all i need i'll say what i want to say yeah have my opinions and that be that i don't (laughs) care what you say i don't care what you think i'm i am who i am living my life and that right off into the sunset doing whatever I want to do. And he's cool with that. Some guys like, they might care. He doesn't seem to care. So I guess I shouldn't be worried for him, but yeah, he, in terms of player dudes, dudes are great.
1: It's a tough look. Yeah. It's a tough look for him.
0: Yeah. So the, the last question, it's not the big MJ question of go, not whatever. Um, There's a slightly more fun, which is, is Michael Jordan, the most ruthless player like the the he he wins a lot until he's cool and he has the shoes and everything but is he really like the biggest villain ass whatever word you want to put there the nba has seen no no
1: i don't think so i i like we talked about earlier and like all we have talked about right like the the like, the things he had to make up to make himself competitive, like, that all culminated in, like, championships. And, like, for some people, like, there's been dudes who are ruthless and don't win. Yeah. That's when it sucks, right? Yeah. It's, like, what you talked about earlier is, like, you backed it up. Some people yeah. never back it up. Like, if it was Isaiah Thomas was some, like, bat, the Pistons Isaiah Thomas. Like, if he was yes. just, like, a jerk to everyone and just like cold shouldered everyone and those bad boy Pistons didn't win. Like we look at them differently.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I think I agree. Um, cause in the, it's like, are you, are you just like Rasheed Wallace before you're on the Pistons? You know, like when he's with like the trailblazers and stuff. Yeah. It's like, are you just that? Yeah. Like kind of a, just someone like you don't really want to be around. You don't want as a teammate. Like you should get all these texts and, You know, it's like, you're not helping us. Like, the (laughs) attitude is not helping. Right. It's not helping us win. It's not helping you do what you want to do with your career. All that kind of stuff. Ruthless, um, it's hard, because, like, Kobe is, like, that same type of way. was like, in terms of, like, I want to destroy you, but, like, he, he didn't seem to do it, like, in such a mean way. Um, but he definitely thought like that i don't know maybe we just haven't heard all the behind the scenes vocals for kobe um man i feel like we we know some of the stories but like there's no way we know all of them right for sure and even the doc series for jordan we there's probably so much more they couldn't even put on the air
1: (laughs) so Um, many like just just probably like dudes
0: crying and like they're like we cannot air this i
1: would watch like 10 hours of just michael jordan going at teammates on a practice yeah i'll say
0: can we just get video footage of bulls practices um (laughs) Just I, watch that.
1: So, like, the thing about it, and, like, Michael says it, and this is, like, a part of leadership, and we talked about it earlier, but, like, I wasn't asking anyone to do anything. Yeah. I wasn't. And, like, if if you're asking someone to, like, show up at 6, 5 a.m. to lift weights, or, like, the next day to lift weights after losing a championship, and you're not there, yeah. like, that's a different thing. Yeah,
0: if you're criticizing, like, hey, you were weak in the post, go lift weights tomorrow, but yeah. then you're not there. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, for sure. But and he was there.
1: He was there. And he was the one who was like getting up in your face like you can do more reps. Yeah. Like straight up. Because he was doing more reps. Yeah. And like that's a lie. I know we've gotten into this. more. Through, I mean like I think Westbrook's more ruthless than like not Jordan but just like the mentality of like. He's quoted as saying, "Like my only friend on the court is (laughs) Spalding." That's a great quote. At least understood that you needed teammates to win, right?
0: Yeah, it's there. When we talk like this question, it's also like in Russ, old Russell Westbrook's case, it's like almost of like you don't understand. Yeah. Sometimes, like what you're saying, like the implications of like how far you're taking it. Sometimes, like. That makes me think, like, Jordan, he, you probably have to look at, like, the weird guys like Bill Lambeer and Greg Mahorn for, like, maybe most ruthless or Isaiah. Oh, Bill Lambeer is definitely more yeah. ruthless
1: because he, he was out there. I mean, NBA players have said it. Not bad boy Pistons have said it, but he was dirty.
0: Yeah. Like, right? Th- those type of guys are probably the most ruthless. It's just Jordan's version of doing it, like, in, like we've said, in combination with the skill is what well, makes it Okay it's okay if you're doing it and winning it's okay if you're doing it and being great it's not okay if you're doing it and like you're just like the fifth guy out there or you're not even playing you're st- you're yelling from the bench yeah or like you're you're just a role player it's not okay right it doesn't work if you're, you're steeper yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. and
1: i think like something to mention going back to scotty a little bit here is like scotty was the guy like if Michael yelled and screamed at you in practice. Scotty would come over and be like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Right? Like, he would be able to soften that blow of, like, no. Like, it was like good cop, bad cop.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Like, that. It, there's a reason that combo worked for so long. It's because, yes. like, Scotty understood his role in being, like, a teammate. A yeah. part of the chemistry, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's just so interesting. Uh, I don't... Like, I definitely... And like Jordan said this before, he was like, everyone's going to hate me after this dog. I don't hate him. I just have a different perception of him.
0: Yeah. Oh, there are definitely, and he, he kind of mentioned this too, is like there were some players who like wouldn't want to play with me in terms of like the personality. Yeah. I and mean, they want to play with them because they want to get the championships, but like in terms of the personality, like I do not want to deal with that for 82 games, 20 games in the playoffs and the hundred or 50, whatever practices we have in between.
1: They didn't win championships then. Uh huh. Like that's the point is like, all right, you didn't want to deal with this. You like it kind of just validated Jordan's point. Is like, yeah, you're you're not you're not gonna beat
0: me. You're not.
1: Yeah, you're not tough enough to win a championship then.
0: Yeah, and it's right. (laughs) Yeah, it's proven. Like at at a certain point, it's right. It it's gonna seem wrong for a long while until he won that first one. It people probably did not uh, receive it as well, but once you start winning. It, it's worth it
1: winning covers up a lot like yeah, i think tony romo said that or uh-huh. like kind of a different sport but he's like winning like just makes everything better yeah like if you lose like it sucks everything is 10 times more magnified and like being a jerk is 10 times more magnified
0: yeah. well it's like not necessarily to bring this back to the patriots like man bill belichick does not really seem like the funnest guy to play for but at the same time winning a bunch of chips yeah, yeah he's like, got a bunch of rings if you're playing in New England for a sustained amount of time. His, it might suck doing things the way he wants to do things, but it's working.
1: There's a reason why the Patriots have been. I mean, like, the players, but, like, there's a reason why there's been a yeah. prolonged success there. Yeah.
0: And a lot of guys leave and, like, they're unhappy with it. And you kind of see it with, like, Gronkowski, like, coming out, like, I could not play anymore in New England. But I'll come play in Tampa. Because
1: it's different. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're Bruce Arians, who's. Has he won a Super Bowl? Like maybe with the Steelers? I'll
0: say maybe he was like the OC. I can't remember now Um, what years. But I guess point like it's a different atmosphere. He might not win. Yeah, You might win 10 games this year and that like, seems cool and you make the playoffs and you lose. But like Patriots, like you were winning chips. Right. I guess it tells me like what's the most important thing. Um, And you hear some former players like Gronkowski and others leave, but it's like the guys who have stuck around for like the longest, they're like, yeah, it's just what you got to do. It, it depends like do you want it that badly yeah and like, it's not fun but winning's fun though at the end of the day if you get the super bowl it's fun
1: yeah it I makes mean, it worth it jordan has said it's like it all like it starts with this but it ends in champagne yeah and like that's just it it's like you can try it a different way but the other ways haven't worked my yeah. way has worked six five times six yeah. times by the time they're in the and at the end of the last dance I, it's just like such a different way to approach the game like right like we i don't know you and i as a teacher you are as a teacher and i as a it person like i'm never gonna run into someone who's that ruthless like so it's shocking no, to us but no. like when it comes to sports i
0: okay, mean what do we have to be competitive about right we like, don't nothing but, yeah
1: like uh, I don't know.
0: Like, Play of the month, like <laughs> who, who cares? That,
1: right. Like, there's nothing that competitive that, like, if you have that mentality, that's great. You may you may be better at your job than others, but it's not like you're. I don't know. Getting
0: might get you a couple of promotions, but like at the end of the day, like yeah, yeah like kind of a douche. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's more about team chemistry when you're in a career yeah. versus like sports. Yeah, like team team chemistry matters, but like if you're the leader, like you set that chemistry.
0: Yeah. 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 For sure. And I, I just think there's only so many guys who could have pulled off that, even with that bulls team. Like if we substitute like a different guy in there, like for Clyde Jordan, Drexler, for example. Yeah. I, doing it his way. They probably don't win more than one or two. Yeah. And, but even if that type of guy tries to act like Jordan, it's, probably not even gonna work still because like that's not who you are right like you can't even fake it right you can't fake that because it's so hard to do that every single day like and that's just even when jordan was filming space jam he's doing workouts in between he was what
1: what was it night what was the schedule 9 a.m to 7 p.m and then afterwards he was like yeah i'm playing pickup
0: yeah and they're working out anytime they can between shoots and they're like hey we actually need you here like 6 or 7 a.m for like makeup and all that and it's like when are you sleeping
1: that 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 was another thing that was the craziest thing is like people would be like yeah jordan like sleeps like one or two hours a night it's like how
0: yeah and then you get up to go work out and
1: like play golf he was he would like play golf just like wake up 6 a.m 7 a.m be at the golf course like what in the world is your schedule
0: dude yeah what is your deal um are you sure you're not on a cocaine
1: (laughs) maybe that was it
0: um maybe that that's the secret. Um, that's what's in the, the drink on Space Jam. Uh,
1: <laughs> Bugs Bunny taking a lot of yeah. cocaine from Michael Jordan.
0: Um Do we do we need to talk about the Jordan gambling or, or do you feel the need to just leave it just let it rest?
1: I think everything has been like I don't know I can add anything yeah. to that conversation. Like, okay, you went to Atlantic City. Yeah. Like, it, what what
0: I guess I yeah.
1: I don't like I I don't have anything I want to add to it. The like, golf
0: gambling, the anything. No, I, I'm i cool. Not, I, d- I
1: just, I don't know.
0: Cause like, probably it's like, it's your life. You, if, if you're not rigging games and you're not betting on you, you're not betting on the bulls, not betting on NBA games. Like, I don't care what you do. It's your money.
1: So uh, like, that's the thing. I think he, like some of it's competitiveness and some of it was like, he just like at an early age, just didn't know who he was getting involved with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what it sure. seems to
1: me. And then, Like tragically, I don't like the conspiracy about his dad. Like that was not a thing. Yeah, that's just not a thing.
0: It was never that level of gambling, and I think what some people to do it too. Yeah, that's the thing. I think. Yeah, he was always good for it. Um, I think that's part of it. Also, is like, do you consider gambling? Like, hey, we're gonna go play golf, and it's a hundred dollars a hole. Is that gambling?
1: That I mean, that's gambling for me because that's a lot of money. (laughs) But for Um, a guy like Michael Jordan, a hundred dollars is like a dollar.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, if if you consider that gambling, then yeah, Jordan gambled all the time, hundred percent of the time, every yeah. breathing moment Jordan gambled. But if you don't consider that gambling, you only consider like you know betting on horses and stuff, gambling and and whatnot, and playing poker. You only have to consider that gambling. Then like, you know, like he yeah he did it for fun. He did it probably a little too much, but like. Who cares? It was,
1: it also goes back to the hobby competitiveness thing. Yeah. It's like he needed to manufacture this thing in his head to like make it fun for him. Yeah. Is that probably like some like clinical thing that he needs to go get talk, talk to someone about? Probably. Probably. But that's not like, like you said, it's like gambling is, it's kind of his business. Like it never, like the one time it came up, Oh, he beat the Knicks anyway. It's not yeah, like, it's not like it ever got in the way of basketball yeah. outside of the conspiracy theory where David Stern suspends him for eighteen months. Yeah, and he goes and yeah. plays baseball, but yeah.
0: he never had from the documentary and what what we know. It's never like he had like the man. LA nightlife is undefeated. That's very real nowadays, right? Like James Harden is screwed every time he goes to Atlanta. Um, <laughs> like like Jordan's
1: going to get like 50 points on him the next time. <laughs> <laughs> like Jordan
0: like it didn't seem from what I can recall or anything in the documentary like he had those moments right it's like oh man Atlantic City or you know Las Vegas got the best of him
1: I mean the thing is he just won all the time yeah it's not like he
0: again as long as you can do whatever whatever it is it's the trash talk yeah. the game like the off court stuff if you, what if you're doing whatever it is you're doing and you can back it up in your job still
1: I guess it's, fine. it's i guess i guess it's fine it's, it doesn't it doesn't really hurt me
0: yeah rodman on the other hand it's like the different like dude like that borderline. you're you're a detriment
1: yeah like, you're borderline gonna lose it here you're gonna need to go to a, like a
0: institution
1: a, like, yeah. i don't know there's stuff going on there that i could like i could not comprehend with yeah rodman.
0: yeah yeah like you need to go to rehab for sure um <laughs> Dude's wild. But like that kind of stuff I could do like, like you you do not warrant this. Like right. on, on our team for the Bulls like you're a piece and like you're the perfect piece for what we need, but like just on your own in a vacuum like you are not able to do all this. Jordan, whatever it is you're doing which is don't I mean from what we know is not that. Um it's okay. Like you yeah. could still come do your job and it's fine. But that yeah, I, I'm fine like leaving it at that.
1: That's good. I like it oh man any, any other bulls anything else you want to sign off with because we've talked about a lot of those yeah,
0: just wish we've got a little This it's a you know nitpicky wish we got a little more Horace Grant Ron Harper type in there but overall like I'm pretty I'm pretty cool with how the doc turned out
1: it was it was really well done yeah I think I would probably watch it again um, when it comes out on Netflix on Netflix next summer uh, which it is in like 2021, I think mm. summer of 2021. Well, uh, that was a fun podcast, Matt. I'm For exhausted. Sure.
0: Yes. it It is now Monday our time. But it is put it good. That way. But
1: it was a good exhaustion. Yes. You know, getting. It was worth it. Getting this podcast knocked out, uh, which is going to go out later today. Oh my Sweet. God. <laughs> oh.
0: The weird way of saying it.
1: Uh, uh, um. Thank you so much for listening to episode 71. Um, we will be back with episode 72. No idea what we're going to talk about, but we'll be back for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was fun Last Dance podcast. Uh, see you back next week.
0: Yeah.